Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me again for Business, the Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we'll have a look at a couple of our Harvard Business Review tips. One of them is uh, three ways to keep your brain in shape. Also having our chat with uh, Christina, we're going to be looking at moonshot thinking and global thinking. But right now we're going to cross over to a Gavin Monument from Beyond Process and have a talk about business processes and the challenges. Good afternoon, Gavin. Good afternoon, Julian. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, so, so when we're talking about business processes, what do we mean? Well, everything we do, whether it's at home or at work, um, from the moment we get up to the moment we go to bed, is a process. Uh, it's a systematic series of actions that have a definite beginning and end and uh, has, a def- has defined outcomes and deliverables. And if I can give you a really simple, straightforward example that we do at home without even thinking about it, and that's mm. the process of making toast okay. and buttering toast. You know, who, who thinks about that as a process? Well, we, we just probably get on don't. and do it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, um, so how, do, what's the, how does that process work? Well, it, it, from just from the start, from even getting say, the bread out of the fridge and whatever, the series of activities that we go through, we've got it down subconsciously to such a way that uh, everything is around us. We don't have to go say, to the garage to get the toaster out. We don't have to go to the lounge to get the knife out. Everything we have, we need, is around us because we've got rid of all the problems and the pain points. So, so we just sort of do it by habit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we can do that at home, but do we do that at work? Can we take that principle we can still take into work? Can we do it at work? And it works just as well, that, so, that principle. So what are some of the challenges then or the pain points that business owners face? Well, look, there's, there, there are several, but some of the most uh, popular ones I come across is keeping on track with paperwork and, and uh, accounts, basically admin, meeting client deadlines, um, hiring and managing people, time management, um, not being fully in control of the elements. One of the key ones is having to do everything yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, because if you work on your own, if you're a solopreneur, you have to do that, even if you've got... Um, a few people working for you, they're still, you can still end up feeling as if you're doing everything yourself. And I, I like to use an analogy at this stage. Uh, I call it a running, a, running a, starting up and running a business is a bit like a, a jigsaw puzzle. We all go into business because there's, we found something that we love to do and we're great at and we think that it can change our lives, it can give us the lifestyle we want. And the picture on the jigsaw box is um, where we see our business and where we see our life, um, where we want to, where we want to go, and that's what we think we're, we're going to get. But so we start the business and we run the business, but then we take the lid off the jigsaw and we see all these pieces just scattered around in a higgledy piggledy manner, and they might be all different uh, activities, actions. Some of the pieces would represent. Uh, bookkeeping, uh, developing a marketing plan, social media, uh, everything that's associated with businesses and that we weren't fully aware of. Now, one of the key areas here is we've, before we know it, we've lost the focus on what our why is, why we set the business up. And one of the key things that um, to look at is to get us back to the why 
is to understand uh, as we do the jigsaw puzzle. We, we look at the we find the edges and the corners. That's our why we went into business. And if we can find those, the, that, that process as to why we went into business, then all of the rest of the pieces fall into place and give us a greater understanding. And we can outsource. It's surprising how much um, can be gained by actually outsourcing, and it's so easy to outsource these days to other smaller businesses. Mm. And I suppose uh, you know, you're likening it to the jigsaw, which is, I think, a fantastic I- illustration. We tend to uh, not look at the picture. We should be keeping our eyes on that picture, which is probably our business plan, isn't it? Yes, yeah. It's very easy. Once we get swamped with all of this other stuff that we hadn't foreseen and that we don't like to do, um, we spend 80% of our time struggling to do that and 20% doing what we love to do. And before we know it, we've got a job <laughs> rather, than a, rather than a business. So I suppose there's an obvious question. Why is it important for business owners to understand their business processes? If, if the business owners and the staff follow well-tested, tried and tested steps, there are, there are fewer errors, fewer delays. Uh, less duplicated efforts, um, and certainly a greater staff and client customer satisfaction. Uh, it brings clarity to roles and responsibilities, certainly where the business crosses different business functions and areas. Um, and it also allows us, by understanding the processes, to set expectations for attitudes and behaviours. So the outcomes that would come from understanding and fixing these pain points, I suppose, would be obvious as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, there, there can be. Um, obviously, the, 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 you know, there's the increase in bottom line profits, which is what we what we want in business. But it, it improves the quality because we've got a greater understanding. Visual management, particularly if we have staff, that's important. Um, increases efficiency. It becomes easier to manage as well because we can hold we can hold ourselves accountable, but we can also set roles and responsibilities and to, to our staff, and that in turn improves improves business culture um, by getting the by getting the staff involved and everyone's involved. Uh, it helps to eliminate problems as soon as they crop up. As soon as a pain point crops up, it allows it to be sorted. Um, the tendency can be the common way of thinking is to see a, a, a pain point, something that's not working, as that oh, it's a pain point. Another way to look at it is to actually see that pain point as an opportunity mm. to improve, to make you know, to, 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 to make more money, to, to give you more time. Um, uh, release from day-to-day operations, and a big one here is also to increase when we sell the business, to increase the business value. Mm, which mm. can be considerable. And, of course, uh, those of us who, who do enjoy doing jigsaws, uh, uh, when we put that last piece in, it's always a real satisfying time. The same thing, of course, applies with the business when we start to achieve that success. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a great point uh, you make, you know, When that last piece goes into place, it is a real triumphant feeling. Um, and it's... But it, you don't do a jigsaw instantly. It takes no. time. Well, the same. It's the same with improving businesses. It takes time. And when we it's put that last, when we put that last piece in place, we then start with another jigsaw puzzle, which is the next step. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and continually improve and continually improve. You know, the, 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 we, we might go on to more pieces, <laughs> <laughs> a bigger picture. Okay. But um, yeah. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time, Gavin. A great, great illustration there. We'll have a chat with you again another time. 
thanks very much for inviting me on the show, Julian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Gavin Monument there from Beyond Process. Fantastic illustration, isn't it? Putting that jigsaw puzzle together. Time to have a chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you? I'm well, thank you. We're going to continue on with uh, looking at some of those points you got from the conference about moonshot thinking and global thinking. That's right. So um, moonshot thinking is an interesting concept because most mm. people most people want to pull things in. You know, most people go, oh, no, we're not game enough to, to think big and far and wide. What we need to do is bring it into reality. Um, but there's lots of ideas travelling around at the moment about, about moonshot thinking and how we should actually expand our thinking because when we're contracting it, we're not actually coming up with the new disruptors. We're not actually coming up with, with brand new product services. We're just adding, you know, adding small um, influences to products and services that already exist. But there's an organisation, and some of your listeners will be familiar with them, um, called the X Prize, and they live in moonshot thinking. And they do things like they offer, for example, one of their, one of their competitions at the moment is a $15 million global competition in order to empower children to take control of their own learning. So what it, what it is is they're encouraging teams to develop open source learning platforms and open source and scalable software um, that will let children in underdeveloped countries teach themselves how to read, write and do basic maths. Mm. And the way it works is they'll, they'll put a time limit on it, they'll, um, they'll invite people um, to put submissions in. At the moment, um, they've picked five finalists and there's 15 months after they've built the prototype and, you know, built what they think will happen or how they think that they can solve this problem, there'll be 15 months of field testing. This competition itself is, is um, slated to be over by February 2019, at which point they will award the $15 million in prize money. What happens, what tends to happen is they find organisations investing much more than the prize money uh, to come up with global solutions to social problems. They had another one um, that offered a $10 million prize to come up with a, with a, um, a machine or like a, similar to a, a phone, I guess, but not quite a phone, that would scan the human body and come up with a diagnosis better than seven specialists. Now, there were organisations that were investing, you know, $100 million to win a $10 million prize, but what mm-hmm. they could see was the ongoing, you know, long-term benefits. So things like that, moonshot thinking, absolutely needs to be a part of, you know, workshopping sessions, business development sessions. Uh, another one was, and, and it's kind of along the same lines, really, it's shifting our thinking from local to global. Mm. So, you know, we, we've said how many times that our, that our market, our tribe, our, you know, our, our, our segment, segmented market. Yeah, the world has shrunk. Mm. We have a global market. Some products won't work, for example, in Australia, but they will work in Germany. So it doesn't mean that an Australian company can't build a product that will work in Germany. There's lots of examples, um, particularly around songs and music, where people have written in one style of genre, um, but it hasn't sold in their local area. But, that, you know, there's a market for it somewhere in the world. Well, the one we've talked about is Throatscope. I mean, she's really opened it up in the world now, hasn't she? That's right, yeah. You know, looking to moving to the state. They had an awesome weekend as well, but we might talk about that um, next week, about the business doing good um, and the success story that was Throatscope at the supercars. Um, The last theme that I'd like to talk about from from the conference was, you know, the day before a breakthrough, everything seemed like a crazy idea. And even if we take it back to the first reactions to the car, 
people went, oh, no, it'll never take over. You know, everyone mm-hmm. will always always use horses. And so now we've gone from car, we've gone to, to solar vehicles, we've gone to self-driving vehicles. You know, the, the day before, um, Airbnb was actually a, a phenomenal, you know, hit on the, uh, on the world economy. Um, it was deemed to be a bad idea. Some people still think it's a bad idea. It's going through its own press at the moment. There's a, another invention um, that really fits this topic and this theme. There is a, a petrol tank that makes its way up the east coast of Australia. And what they've developed is a skin that goes within the petrol tank so that it, once they've delivered the petrol, they inflate the skin, they fill it up with milk, and mm. they bring the milk yeah. back. Now, who would have thought that the same tanker could, do could, bring, could, yeah, could carry petrol and carry milk? The day before, it was a good idea. It was a crazy idea. But they've developed the technology. You know, instead of having a, um, a vehicle that's only... That's productive 50% of the time, it's now productive 100% of its time while it's travelling. So, you know, there's there's amazing things that can happen when people are allowed to moonshot think, think globally, like don't just contain the thing. And now we've got, you know, we're thinking not just globally, we're thinking, you know, outside our own universe at the moment. So we're thinking, you know, colonisation on Mars, let's bring back a specimen. You know, we're going to send people to Mars. Let's have a look at Galactica, how we're going to travel around the Earth's circumference instead of within. We are actually expanding our thinking. What we need to do is is retain what's relevant, where does humanity and technology meet, and what's going to benefit humankind. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time, Christina. We'll have a chat next week. Look forward to it, Julian. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Christina there with uh, Moonshot Thinking, which is, uh, you know, we've often said... Shoot for the moon and at least you'll hit the stars. So that great thinking uh, can result in uh, some solutions to some of our issues. And previous to that, we were talking about those challenges in business processes, weren't we? Well, let's have a look at a Harvard Business Review tip. Um, Three ways to keep your brain in shape. The notion that we lose brain cells as we age has thankfully been disproved. But to continue to harness your brain power on the job, you need to keep your brain cells in good shape. And here are three ways to make sure your brain stays healthy. Firstly, keep working. Most modern jobs involved multi-layered thinking, problem solving and socialising, all of which are good exercises for the brain. Secondly, seek out new ideas and people. Get out of your thinking comfort zone and search for new ideas and people that rattle established brain patterns and challenge you to think in new ways. And then finally, breathe. Like the heart, the brain needs oxygen and blood flow. The current star in brain science research is exercise. So get up and move around. And one that probably goes along with that is uh, one we can call simple meditation can make you a better leader. You can't be a good leader without self-awareness. Knowing how you are lets you better understand what you need most from other people. One of the simplest and most effective ways to develop it is to meditate. Yes, meditate. Meditation improves your moment-by-moment awareness by having you focus strongly on inhaling and exhaling. But it doesn't need to be formal or ritualistic. Greater clarity can also come from regular moments of pausing and reflecting. Try to gain greater awareness by finding a few seconds to focus on your breathing. 
maybe before sleep or when you're doing mundane tasks and asking yourself something like, what am I trying to achieve? What am I doing that is working? What am I doing that is slowing me down? And what can I do to change? Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've looked at some of the challenges for business processes and a fantastic illustration there of the uh, jigsaw and then, of course, moonshot thinking. Just a reminder, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke to Kimberly Clare uh, from The Hub about exploring being my own boss. That course starts on Monday. There are a couple of places left. If you're interested and, you th- and you're eligible, you can go to newhunterbusiness.org and have a look at the website there. And also, if you're interested in networking, Newcastle Networking on Facebook. Fantastic. They have a, a session on next Tuesday. In a moment, Jane Klein is going to be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to visit the world of tax with Tony Vidray from AV Chartered Accountants. We'll chat about innovation with Christina and have some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for business, the law and you at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week. And as Steve Jobs once said... Great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.